Thank you very much for tuning into Turbo Sports Radio, issue number 72. In this episode of the podcast, we're looking at Kyle Walker's new Vans part, Ruby. We're going to be taking a look back at our own Tokyo 2020 skateboarding predictions. And me and Will are going to be sharing our own Friday the 13th stories. Let's play the theme tune. Here we go then, mate. Episode number 72. Alongside me, Mr. Buckbill, Will Hickey. How's it going, mate? Yeah, it's going good, man. Very, very good, yeah. I haven't been, I mean, to be fair, mate, I don't know what the weather is like. And we always go to weather. Obviously, Will's uh, over in Canada. Normally snow is fuck, but I bet you it's pretty good out there now. I'm just saying for an English summertime, mate, it has been wet. Yeah. It's been so wet this, this month. It has been crazy. You can't predict the weather. So there's been fuck all skating to be had at the moment, but yeah, I've seen you. I've been skating a fair bit, mate. You've been hitting the park a lot. I've been seeing some clips coming out of you. So I take it. The weather's been good. It looks good. Yeah. Nice and sunny, dry, maybe a bit, maybe a bit too hot for an Englishman occasionally, but fuck, I'm not going to complain. No, you can't complain, mate. The, those clips I've been seeing of you with that lovely dry park, you know, it's, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, it's looking good. So we've got a few things we're going to run for you, mate. I mean, obviously, we've got the Kyle Walker's Ruby Vans part. I'll just slip into this right now, mate. We always say about the skater's name needs to be first, don't we? Yeah. If you've noticed that Vans must be listening to us, or Thrasher must be listening to us, or Mr. Kyle Walker himself must be listening to us, or all of them are listening to us. Right. But they put Kyle Walker's Ruby Vans part. They've literally... Do you know what I mean? They've they've done it. Yeah, they've broken it right down. Yeah, that's the right way. That's the right way, you know. They're participating. That's it. They're giving the shine. Before we go on to that, let's just talk a little bit about the Olympics because we did the, our predictions, didn't we, for the Olympics? Yes, so, we did. And I was, I was So after I watched the event, just I'm talking street, I didn't really watch much of the, the bowl shit, mate. You, yep. you know, it's obviously Rune Glyphberg was in it, but that is probably the only reason why I'd have watched it. I'm just, it's just not my, I love watching it, I just I can't even tell you I can know a melon and an indie you know what I mean and then a stale fish yeah. and a and a and a method and and a Japan they all look the same to me you know what I mean I don't I can't quite I mean yep. if you give me it in slow mo I get it but I can't I can't give you it play by play like I'm not I'm not that good That's enough to it. do it but um I listened back to the prediction episode and we were pretty spot on we were we were close you know we had Jagger eating up there obviously yep. we had Yuto up there Nigel didn't get the you know the pressure was on him so he didn't he didn't perform as well as he could do, but I thought we, we did pretty good. What do you reckon? We, we were pretty close, weren't we? I think it was a good prediction, yeah. Obviously, I I really thought that Nigel was going to be at least podium him, maybe one. Maybe if he landed that full cab flip lip or whatever he was trying, it would have put him there. But, you know, I guess uh, Nigel's not going to be one of those people to play it safe as well. He's going to push himself because he wants to make sure he secures the number one spot if he's to get there but the other guys absolutely killed it so you can't you couldn't even say oh wow you know this guy should have got it or whatever Yuto fucking did some crazy tricks and everyone else definitely uh definitely put it in so yeah it was Yuto's this motherfucker that you know I know he's he is an awesome contest skateboarder right he just knows the score but he's still got that relaxed look so he doesn't look like he's trying too hard which we like 
you know it's always nice to see someone in a yep. controlled state with a tom penny shoulders and arms just keeping it down you know just keeping it nice and chill but yuto's smart motherfucker because he doesn't flip his board that much so even as he'll do like the you know the full cab lips and stuff like that or not yeah. all nolly three you know 270s and stuff. so they're complex maneuvers but the the you know you know as soon as you flip a board mate it's anyone's it's anyone's guess if you're going to land it or not the level of uh level of safety of landing that trick just goes the percentage drops <laughs> at least about 30 percent and depending on the trick as well yeah but I, I just thought he played it really well like you were saying about um niger going for that that cab aerial kind of flip to lip or whatever the fuck it was going to turn into you know you're gonna yeah you might get gold if you hit it but hitting that trick and i know we can we've seen him hit it in his park you know that he skates yep. every day but that park i mean what is it let's 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 delve into that mate that park once you see people skate it i thought it was a little bit kind of squidged in you know it didn't really help um to, to kind of it, was, it seemed a bit too big almost yeah yeah there was like really big kind of ramps and and big rails but it, it kind of stopped you from turning around if you will it took a lot of time to yeah. turn around because you had to go up a big ramp or you had to kind of turn around it, it was just, sure. that sort of stuff kind of kills it and i don't like seeing anyone i hate seeing people get off their board at parks uh, sorry for for runs you know i yeah. know you have to do it but surely mate back in the day it was just you just you put it together if you got to hit an axle stool to kind of turn yourself around that's what you had to do but to kind of kick exactly you know get off the board I ain't too sure about it. What What are your thoughts on getting off the board when you have yeah, to reset? Yeah, you should, for a good enough pack, you should be able to, for a pack set up for street runs alike, you should be able to continuously skate it. Depending on your skill level, but generally speaking, you should just be able to go back-to-back lines depending on the way you're going. So, yeah, right, rightly so. If you have to get off your board and run and push, and it's just... You know, obviously that happens if someone messes up or that. Yeah, totally agree with that. I think that it just wasn't to scale. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't to scale. It wasn't to scale. Like I just, I just keep thinking that if you wanted to put yourself in, you know, for a switch stance, mate. If you're you're in regs, you've just hit something, and you got to, you wanted the next trick you're going for is a switch, whatever, switch crook, done a hubber. You might have to just hit that that nose stool, mate. Hit a nose stool. On a, on the quarter in front of you, if you if that's how you're gonna do it, and then just put it back, put that motherfucker back down, drop in switch, and then you're you're in you're in the stance you want to be in, rather than kind of having you know what I mean, just like throwing down, setting up, pushing, and you know, I just I like kind of flowing. Yeah, it stops the flow totally. It's not very pleasing for the eyes when it's in a setup like that. Otherwise, it's just like it just looks like a rush. Yeah, because you know when you watched, I don't know if you saw the BMX in mate, and you saw the the. There was a female, I can't remember her name now, but she would hit like a fucking, uh, what did she hit? Like a 360 backflip or something. Like it was fucking crazy. Uh, no, from from England as well. She So she, she fucking, oh. she was quality, hit the gold, got the gold and everything in BMX. But you don't see a BMX motherfucker kind of, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like get up on top of a, get, get on, top of, on top of a quarter pipe and then like kind of pushing their legs either side of the bike just to kind of set themselves up again. No, they they're riding a bike right and they kind of they yeah. get to that point they, i think skating needs to get back to that point where it's like i know you boys skated the dew tour and that's kind of how it works now you can kind of just get off your board set yourself up but we knock greg luxker occasionally on turbo but he was a, he's a 
awesome contest skater and i think he used to yep. kind of put things together a little bit better than than most people do he would still kind of skate everything if you had to get to somewhere he would use the course to get him there rather than just kind of i'm getting off my board to do a front side flip down a fucking stair set i just i don't know it's an easy option yeah it just doesn't make the you know obviously in a street sort of street park contest you're setting up a line and a run basically you're like a continuous line and you know if you're filming something you ain't getting off your fucking board and running with it maybe if you're starting the line or whatever but otherwise there is a time and a place for certain situations but there you know that is it's a small percentage not a whole it, not a comp ex- exactly mate like that the 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 scenario you're talking about is say like you've got a, a three up and then there's like a six up to lead to like a six down obviously you're not really going to do anything up that six up you know you might get yeah flip up the three up and to get to if you want to get this you know get this line together you might have to clip that board up real quick get it in your hand have a little jog up the stairs lay down and then you've got to the you know the big stair set at yeah. the end of it that's the scenario you're talking about isn't it because there's not many there's not many other cases where you're allowed to do that whereas i would allow anyone to kick up just to get to that you know that is a line that is someone you could see someone do that in the street if they were just if their camera wasn't there you know and that's how that's how it should be presented to you rather than right i'm off my board i'm i'm throwing down again you know but they all fucking do it (laughs) well yeah you know it might just be the the steez these days maybe to Run on your board a hundred miles an hour for your whatever trick you're doing. Yeah. So what did you what do you think as a whole then with the old uh, skating in the Olympics? It's a start. It's fucking cool though. Like the course was a bit funny, but it probably wasn't really fully made by your average skater. Obviously, it, it's a long way away from the motherland, from where it all starts and where everything else is a bit different. So. Also, as well, with the Olympics, you're pushing limits, so I can understand why they're trying to throw massive stair set, handrails and all that, but needs to be a bit more proportionate. You know, not everyone is a super skater. I think it'll get better, though. I think, you know, they're going to kind of... They need to look in a bit more of Street League and the past of how everything's went and kind of just, like, mash it all together with what works. But... Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you as well. I think park wise could have just could have built that a little bit better, just so just to help just to help flow. Because I don't know how long the runs were. Let's say, let's say they were two minutes. I don't even think they were that. But let's just say they were. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of that time doing fuck all. And I think really you might as well just get you know give someone a minute. And even if it's just more contained, old school Tampa Park, you know, where I'm talking like a quarter pipe on one yeah. side, a quarter pipe on the other side. And then you've got the, you know, the, the the a classic jump with a rail and a and a block on it, and I, I know it's 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 nicer to have more complex parks now. You know, I, I get yeah. why they do, but at least with that setup, everything's kind of channeling you back into the the action zone. Everything's sending you back in, whereas this it kind of seemed like they were struggling because of the size, like you were saying, because of the size of the ramps. It takes a lot of, you know, getting up there probably takes you a good three power pushes, mate. You know what I mean? And that's going to yeah. that's going to take it out of you and takes ten seconds out of your time to maybe even more. Oh yeah. So and you'd rather see ten more seconds of just someone doing a fifty on a on a nice ledge, you know, than just to get, get just to get them somewhere rather than get off their board and 
and uh, yeah, and just set themselves up again. But yeah, course wise, I think they can do better. I think, I think that was probably that's probably it. And like you were saying, using the street league side of things, where back in the day they had like the tech yeah. section, didn't they? And I don't know if they still do yeah. that, but remember they had the ledges, they'd have the big section, and then they'd have something else. And I think they need because what's his um not Carlos Ribeiro Ribeiro Gustavo yeah I thought this would happen to him because he is a late you know he he was trying that I think it was like a crook um nolly heel out or something down a big rail and that that trick down a rail mate come on now hitting that is 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 tough whereas if, if you had yep. given me like a medium-sized long hover you'd have seen a, a different level of skating from him and you'd have seen flip in, flip out exactly. shit, and you'd have probably you could have easily taken it. I know he was injured, so you know there are that you know that that kind of takes its toll on his scores as well. But you give him, yeah, you give him a little mellow hubber, mate. You're going to see something crazy from him. You know, switch, flip in, switch, flip out, that yeah. sort of style. So I think they need to, yeah, like you said, just look at kind of other um, contests and and learn from them. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, like <clears throat> like what we're both saying you have something a bit more it can still be pretty big a lot bigger than average but just not big enough that even sometimes landing stuff off of a standard tricks or something like that you can't just instantly do another trick you gotta take the impact and roll away it's probably pretty tiring as well you can only do it so many times but having something a bit more in the middle you're gonna see a lot more tricks and that's what we want to see we want to see Still, how hard is someone going and the level, but how consistent can they be in between and tying everything together? And and seeing technical tricks, mate, that you don't necessarily like, you don't always, you can't, you can't see every technical trick down a handrail, right? It just, exactly. who's, you know, who's doing a kickflip backside lip slide? I mean, you know, uh, those boys are going for it in old uh, Aurelian Giroux. He was going for that hard flip back lip, wouldn't he? So he was, they were trying some big shit, but I just think you just pull that down a little bit, make things a bit more mellow. You might be able to see some proper, you know, proper heavy hitting shit. I exactly. don't know if you've seen, um, there, maybe the last couple of days, they had a little uh, contest in Paris. Yep. And you see uh, old, our mate, Aurelian Giroux, he was hitting like the backside, the, the Chris Cole helicopter fucking kickflip, you know, the 360 yeah. backside kickflip. He's hitting shit like that and you weren't you weren't seeing that at the Olympics. I know he's probably nervous as a motherfucker, but I guarantee you that wasn't as big. That's that. Uh, yeah, part. no way. It's, that's not, not as big, nowhere near as big impact. And and they, and those impacts are just, like you see, they, they, they soak up a lot of the, the time concentration takes out of you there's a lot of skaters out there that have got a different kind of uh skill set it's not just big section is it and it just seemed like it just turned into big section that's all it was it was just it's, yeah. it's just a big section contest and you know i enjoyed it but i think uh where is it in where is it next i'm trying to think where it is i think it's in paris so i'd, I'd like to think nice. i'd like to think that the french ain't going to kick skateboard now i think they'll keep it in there obviously they've got Yep. They're well interested, you know. They've got two motherfuckers who got to the finals, so they're yep. going to want to keep it in there. Okay. Could definitely win a gold. So I'm, that, you know, I'm sure they're going to keep it in there. And hopefully, they hopefully they just make it a bit more urban. You know what I mean? Let's just let's just get some more yeah. love park, in, you know, influence in there. You know, just just something that you know. I want to see the black ledges, mate. I want to see the black black waxed yeah. out ledges at an Olympics. That's what I want to see. You know, only time will tell. So we'll, you know, we'll we'll find out soon enough. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? 
But a little shout out. I mean, every motherfucker on the planet, mate, was talking about Sky Brown. I don't know if you saw her run that got her the bronze medal she get. Yep. It was pretty fucking decent. Pretty decent. Oh, you know, yeah, like, like kickflip fakie in a in a court, uh, in a in a bowl, mate. Like kickflip bindi. I think she's getting like frontside blunts and stuff like that. Like she. Yeah. She is really, you know, she's, I mean, she's going to be the next Tony Hawk, mate. You mark my words on a PlayStation 7 or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even a PlayStation 6. She's going to have Sky Brown Pro Skater, Neversoft, you're going to be a part. You know what I mean? She is going to be a mega yeah. star. And I think she should be. You know, she's an outgoing little girl. Oh, hell yeah. She's an outgoing little girl that's all about the hype. You know, you could tell she wanted to. She's, you know, she sees it as a sport and endeavor, but she also sees it as what skateboarding is. She's got, I think, she's got the right kind of uh, mix in her. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what, you know, seeing what she's going to do. But you must have been impressed by her, mate. Oh, definitely. It's, fuck, it's crazy. It'll be, it'll be cool to see the level of progression in the next five, ten years. You know, like you said, she's good. She's, she's basically a superstar already. So. Give it a couple of years of extra refinement and whatever. It's going to be, you know, it could be pushing the barriers. We might see some more 900s, some more seven, you know, yeah. some 1080s. Yeah. Who, who fucking knows, man? Yeah, it's, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, I just, I feel good for her because she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders for being 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, put me in that situation, mate. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm dealing with it the same way she is. You know, I think uh, gonna hit it, 100%. hit the wrong things at the wrong time. You know what I mean? You just, I think the celebrity would probably get to my head, and but she seems like she's just, she's doing all right. And I think she's under uh, Letitia Buffoni's board company. Uh, she's got, nice, she's yeah, got a new. Um, I'm trying to think what it's called now. I should, I should have, should have done my research, mate. But they've got some new boards, and it's just quite a simple board. But it's got, it's got I'm sure she's a pro for them as well now. So. It's a good, nice. she's, that's a good role model to have. And I don't, you know, a lot of people yep. can give Letitia a bit of shit for, you know, how she presents herself. But personally, I think she's a very professional motherfucker. And she is some, yeah. she, she is a brilliant skateboarder. Hands, you know, she is so good. And she holds herself in the right way. You know, fitness, you know what I mean? She isn't, she, you know, she's laid. Yeah, she is an athlete. There you go, mate. There you 100%. go. hundred percent. She's got her own skate park or whatever. And fuck, you know, not. There's only X amount of pro skaters that really have their own skate park and just non-stop skate. So. Yeah, if you can tray as well as her, you're doing something right. You know what I mean? She has got a fucking good yeah. tray. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hats off to her. Making on that. Uh, let's. Uh, where are we going to move to now, mate? I think we might as well. Should, do you want to hit Carl Walker, or you got some other little bits and pieces you want to? You want me to? I'll mention something. You can. You can say if we should delve into it today. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. All right, earlier, literally just before we started this, probably about half an hour before, I saw that there was the Battle of the Barracks, TJ Rogers versus Cerulean. I knew you were going to say that because I did see it just before we came on. I was flicking through and I just see it. I haven't watched it, but we could, mate, if you want. I mean, if you're down. I could mention a few things first. Have you, have you watched it? I watched it. How long is it? Not too long. It's about five minutes. Do you reckon we could? Do you reckon we could play it live, live now, and we can go through it? I don't know if I want to. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. Okay. Right. You. You. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Let's not go in. You just. I'll just. You tell. Yeah. You tell me the score then. I'm not trying not to bitch uh, too much. No. Come on now. No, I don't want to watch. So either. one thing, it wasn't out the Battle of the Barracks, which I was kind of upset about. It was in Paris, which is cool. It was on the Paris streets, 
Mm-hmm. But that's different. That's different, mate. That's home turf. That's a home and away that, game that's right That's home there. turf. Yeah, that is it, mate. That is home turf. In front of everyone. You know, it was part, I'm guessing, you know, it was a bit of a showcase for the Red Bull thing they've been doing. But it's kind of, you know, if they were both in the barracks, they're both... You know, both not American. Yeah. You know, they've obviously been there a lot, and but you want to see it out of the barracks. Too right. The well, mate. Environment. Environment. Slippy floor. You know, there's it's a different texture. Yeah. You know, that motherfucker must have been skating the, that floor that he's been skating on a hundred times. Whereas our boy might not have been there. You know, might have been there a couple of times in his in his career, but it isn't. It isn't his go-to. It's like me taking you down to, you know, that shitty uh, Botley spot, mate, back in the day that we went to. I think me, you, and yep, uh, yep. Trying to, maybe Jono was down there as well. But it's a shithole, slippy as fuck. And it's like, if I challenged you there, mate, I mean, I'd have a, you'd, you know, you'd do me nine times out of ten in Game Escape. But if I take you there, the but if I take you there, <laughs> you know, I know when. The stomping ground. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and also it feels good to me. You know what I mean? That shit, yep. that shithole was somewhere I grew up in. So like, you'll be like, "Oh, this is a shitty little car park," and I was like, "This is my fucking. <laughs> this was the place, mate. This was the, the zone to this be." This is where in. it's going down. So it's definitely <laughs> going to give me the advantage. A hundred percent is going to give me an advantage. You're going to be like, yep. this, board, "This fucking doesn't roll right." You know, even like somewhere like the, the, uh, in Paris, mate. I haven't, obviously, I haven't seen it, but even knowing how how far apart the slabs are and where to pop, you know, that's massive. Yeah, that is huge. Yep. So, oh yeah. So yeah, okay. So, well, lay lay down the law then, mate. What what did he get done by, and uh, and how did he? I'm how pretty did he sure it was a straight whitewash, not in one go or anything. It was starting out as a great game escape. I can't remember all. You know, both of them killing it, hands down. Both of them are poppy motherfuckers, so it really was good to show. It almost looked like they weren't popping that high. Sometimes it's really hard to show on film unless someone's getting like on the floor. But they were both hitting the same levels, which I, you know, was pretty respectful. But there was just a couple of tricks that Aurelian did that TJ probably didn't do that much. Like, like what? Ghetto bird. Okay, okay. TJ said, I, oh, you know, he's practicing them, but just didn't get that one. Uh, switch Hardy. Yeah. Um, he did a, Aurelian did a Chris Cole, Nolly, backside 360 flip. Right. TJ did get it. It was, it was on T, so he had two attempts at it. He got it. And the, the winning trick, hard flip, late flip <sighs> on a T. I mean that sort of trick, mate. I mean, I know, I know that's what the the Battle of Eric's is all about, isn't it? But it's, it's about that. I'm not denying you it. You know, it's a, that's a filthy <laughs> trick. That is a dirty maneuver. It's definitely a trick that not many people are doing. And if you've got it, fair fucking play. Yeah. Especially if you can throw it out first go in a game of skate and get it. Well, it's like Jocelyn. You know, when he won it, he was hitting that switch shove yeah. late flip sort of maneuver that no one was hitting because who the fuck is who the, who was trying a, a switch yeah. front shove late flip you know it, it isn't it's ha- a dirty trick yeah but you know fair play to him fair play to him so and if it gets people a letter in a game of skate it doesn't matter if it's even if it's an ugly trick a horrible trick if you know game of skate is you're playing you're not playing to lose and if you are fair enough but you know what i mean you're 
obviously you're playing to have a bit of fun, but when there's you know ten ten thousand dollars or more, you're gonna you're gonna try and fucking win it. Why not? You you know you want to see who you're gonna beat. So you can't knock anyone for throwing out any any horrible trick, even no matter how horrible it is, if it's allowed. Fair fucking play, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, so, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I'd I'd be like because Chris Cole's spoken about before where he he likes it to be a good build up. You know, don't throw your specials out straight away. So you know, yeah. it's nice to do a kick flip, heel flip, shove, front shove. You know, go go. You know do it properly and build it up and then hit your specials. But it seems like the more and more, it, you know, like the more and more they hit Battle of the Barracks every year on year, it seems like the specials are coming out earlier and earlier, you know, just, just yes. to try it. I mean, Cody Cepeda was the dirtiest motherfucker for that. I remember when he, when oh, he yeah. the Joe's versus pros one, he was coming out with a double, like switch double flip. That was when they first kind of started to come out properly though, after those sort of matches. Yeah, but it was, it was like, you can't start with that motherfucker. Don't, I mean, because yeah. I, 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 I'm sure I was seeing him like, he couldn't, he, he wasn't hitting like a decent switch flip or he wasn't hitting a decent kick flip because he just trained yeah. his, you know, he could hit the triples and the doubles, but those singular, he had to do a bigger flip, you know, rather than a big yeah. spin, you know, all that sort of shit. So, um. But that's like you're saying, mate. That's how it is, you know. If you want to get that that little briefcase with the uh, however much money's inside it, and the potential for sponsorship, you know. Yeah. I mean, not you know, not everyone needs it. There's a lot of skaters in there that doesn't. They don't need to step up to any other level. You know, they're 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 already they're already there. But yeah. some of them do need to. Some do. You right. will see this as a as a, a, a springboard to the next level. Then again, Battle of Barracks is a good thing to have in CV. You'll be amongst a lot of good fucking Hall of Famers. Well, that's it. There's no real, there's no ES game skate anymore. There's no, you don't see it anymore. So this is the only kind of consistency trophy you could, you know, put on your CV, mate, put on your belt. Yeah. So it's a great one to have. And I'm sure, you know. Probably what a fucking experience, whatever level you are, right? You could only imagine how you feel if you go to that. This is why it's a bit of a shame that it wasn't at the, you know, at the barracks and, you know, with that slippy floor, that environment, kind of, the, you know, the the jelly legs and all that sort of stuff. Because you're going to get it in that sort of environment with people watching you and Steve Barrow or Costin. Load of the greatest guys there as well. Loads of the legends watching you. It's a little bit different. Yeah, I th- I think so, and and because you're not already in a concept, uh, you know, a contest vibe. You know, Aurelien Giroud has already been hitting the Olympics. Then they go into this Paris, yeah. um, which is his home turf, and then it, they're competing there as well. So they're they're in yeah. the con- they're in that you know that that mindset of being in a contest. Whereas the barracks doesn't do that. You're in the barracks. You know, you it's not that you've yeah. been hitting a fucking. I'm sure you know some some people might be doing the United Nations or a run and gun, you know, what, to marry things up to, with yeah. the content. I, I get that, but it's not the same as a as a contest. I think a contest you it changes your brain a little bit, and you're kind of you have to land everything. So it's you're in that mode, yeah. Yeah, so, but you know, whatever, whatever. Maybe uh, also, yeah, go for it. Also, as well, uh, the the I've been watching the barracks, and they've been saying they've threw out a couple of. Uh, throwback game skates because uh they've had loads of restrictions for people getting there and people not being able to make it due to fucking covid restrictions or maybe having covid 
So I think, you know, they were just like, fuck it, you two guys are in the same place, you might as well play. So I get that as well, right? Like, they 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 don't want to hold it for months on end where there isn't a game. So I get that as well. And TJ still killed it, you know what I'm saying? Evil way. <laughs> well, mate, I bet you he looked better on a board. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure he looked better on a board. That's just, that's what he does. That is what he does. Yes. He was looking good on the board. And at the end... They posted uh, some of the tricks down the the France double or whatever, and uh, both guys so did had like a probably like four or five tricks from TJ down it and about four or five from Aurelian and it was actually a nice way to finish it as well. I don't know if it was the same day or not, but it was fucking sweet, man. It was decent. Nice. Well, you know, it's a shame that he didn't he didn't go through, but whatever. It's not the last we're going to see of this motherfucker. So. Yeah, and as soon as. As soon as I knew that he was facing Aurelian, I was a bit like, oh, that's a tough game. So it wasn't like he lost to someone's shit. So big up both of you guys anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. well done. Well done. So uh, let's talk about Carl Walker's Ruby Vans part. Carl Walker's one of these old boys that you know if he drops something, it's probably going to be you know, one of those parts that you're never going to forget. It's going to be up there. It's, it's high, you know, the highest tier of skateboarding that you're going to see. Oh, it's going to be worth watching. And after watching it, 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 it was. It was, you know, seven oh, seven minutes, mate, of... I don't know if you've got it queued up in front of you, mate. I might just get it queued up now yeah. and I'm just going to have a little play through it. I mean, we might as well... We'll kind of do a skate companion, but not, you know, strict skate companion, mate. So yeah, I've just got it on at the start now. Do you want to press play at the same time? We'll see if we're close, but it doesn't really matter. We'll, we'll do three, two, one and press. Yeah, so three, two, one, press. So, yeah, it was, you know, as soon as this came up, I didn't want, it was one of those parts I didn't watch straight away. I think I first saw it on my phone and uh, yep. I was like, nah, I ain't watching it. <laughs> I'm, I'm put, this is going on the big screen. So, you know, I watched this on my uh, Amazon Fire Stick, you know, hooked up on YouTube, on my TV, because I wanted to give it, yep. I wanted to give it the uh, the credit it deserved, you know, it, need, it needed to have a, a full screen experience for this. So, um Yeah. Starts off with that crispiest tray, mate, down like a shopping mall kind of like, uh, oh, yeah. like is that a double or a triple set or something? Double set, but uh, no, it's, a, it's a double, but it's got a decent little gap in the middle. Yeah. It's, a de- it's a big set. And uh, the, the tune, mate, the tune's that happy vibe, isn't it? It's a really good vibe that you could you could listen to this tune before you go skate. It kind of helps. Yeah. And then hitting, you know, hitting that flip manny, mate. And then jump. Ah, What's, yeah. What stair set is that that he hits after that? probably a 10 maybe a 12 you know it's, it's a big boy yeah <laughs> yeah it's just great like just this is just warming up into it you know the set and the tone yeah he said he's saying just mate i can i can do some nice clean shit perfectly trained kick flips you know board slides just just hit just hitting what i like to hit day to day and then it just like you're saying warm warms up heats up yeah. and uh the, the you know Kyle Walker's just got a good vibe about him, mate. You know, I mean, I would, I'd love to skate with him. It is a fifty, mate. Yeah. It is the fifty? A oh, minute thirty. A uh, minute thirty, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, it is one of the greatest fifty fifties of all time. And the steez that he hits when he drops out of that rail, mate, it is just, oh, ah. it's, yeah. It just keeps on going. That's it. it. Just keeps on going. Keeps on going. And the rhythm, just the rhythm of this whole video part, I don't know how, you know, we'll find out who edited it and we'll get, definitely give him a, 
a shout out, but you know, hitting on hitting on the beat, not hitting on the beat, just keeping the air, you know, loose and just just right. You know, it wasn't kind of too try hard. It's still enough. It isn't shotgun editing. You know, it's just yeah. just just right, and it just sums up Carl Walker skating. And uh, I I think I think he's going to give us probably another one later in the year as well, don't you, mate? If he's, oh, definitely. I think he's coming for another one. I think he's coming for another one. And he, he's definitely a guy who can just keep producing, like no problem. Yeah, he's just just trick selection, mate. It is just so good. He hits all the classic tricks, puts them in a in a you know a little different spin on it, finds the right spots, you know, puts the colours together, wears the right shit with the right spot as well, and like you know that, that sort of stuff stays in your memory. That helps you. And, oh, it uh, really ties it together. And just like you're saying, the spots throughout this are just, they're all the spots you really <laughs> want to skate. You know, sometimes you watch a video and there's only a couple where you're like, that's a sick spot. Seems like all of these are really selected spots. Like they look great on the camera and they look fucking fun. Yeah, I- I- exactly. And uh, I mean, the size of some of these spots though, mate, you know, the size of yeah. them is, is Kyle Walker level. You know, there's not many other people yeah. hitting them because it's like lovely frontside tail side the fakie there, mate. On a on a rainy day, that that looked beautiful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's just just a vibe of this video. I I've watched this probably three or four times now, mate. This video and it's a seven that's a seven minute video, and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't scare me away from it. I think even this is a twelve minute video, it wouldn't scare me away from it. Oh, not at all, and it just. Yeah, even obviously it's a long video. The caliber of tricks in it, and the it seems like there's still it's not quite a shotgun of tricks because it's all spaced out in between. But the amount of high level tricks in this, you know, sometimes you'd get a couple slow mos. There, it's not needed in this. There's just it just there's just too many. Yeah, exactly. I think they. In a good way. they I think they gave us a, a double angle on that. The kickflip Manny popped down the the big set. Yeah, was was that it? Maybe, and I think there's this cheeky manual that is coming up in the second in the second song that starts off with the second song, and yeah. he has that kind of like I don't know if it's like a full cab to to Manny or something. We'll, we'll be seeing it soon, but they give us because that's a nice little squeak on the wheel. You hear the squeak of the wheel, and yeah, they like yeah. here it comes here now. Yeah, four forty four, and it's like you just hear that squeak, really? and it's just ah, oh, it's just music, isn't it, mate? Like that squeak, yeah, that. If you don't know what we're talking about, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like the squeak, the squ- hearing that that cheeky little squeak in a manny is just that is just pure control. You'll know as yep, a manny man, really mate. You know, you know that shit. Holding it in, and this sort of line, mate, kick up of a curb, boosting an ollie over a massive driveway. Ah, oh, it's just it, it's just a joy to watch. It is just a joy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. You could easily get lost in a video like this where you almost you almost forget what you're watching because every other trick that comes by is just so nice to watch. Yeah. Just just seeing this, mate, it kind of makes me... It really, you know, this is the sort of time we start warming up, having a few ideas who could be Skater of the Year. I've, and this boosted Ollie, mate, at four, uh, five, 540. Oh. What What is he doing up there? <laughs> yeah, it's huge. No need for no that. No need for that, for that tweak as well, mate. Didn't need to make it bigger, did he? And he made it bigger. But and yep. this fifty here as well, mental, Ridiculous. absolutely mental. And uh, yeah, I 
I wouldn't even want to guess how long that and is. And this wall ride, mate, ride. one of the greatest wall rides of all time. I mean, it's not like strictly a wall, but it's he slip sliding all the way down that and uh, with, a, yeah. with a kink in a wall as well, you know. Yeah, he must have had some good grip on his wheels that day, <laughs> you know, that really held on. Must have felt that must have felt amazing. Yeah. And then he hits that board slide uh, up a handrail, down a handrail, you know. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy control. That's so much speed. And uh, and then it kind of has a little warm down. So it's hit like the the six forty mark here. Credits are rolling, but it still got still keeps still keeps the tone of the video alive, mate. You know, we we kind of yeah. always you know well we moan a little bit when they um when they don't kind of they don't kill a video off early. They just just yeah. give us the credits. But this I don't know. There's something about it that I'll definitely allow him to to do what he needs to do because it, I still want to feel the same way as well. I've been watching it. So yes. it's, um, yeah, it definitely, definitely works. So I'm just, just fine. So it says video by TJ Gaskill, mate, and Ryan Lovell. So go and check them out. I'm sure they're on Instagram. Give them a follow and just see what other shit these old boys are going to be putting out. Cause very, very good video, you know, well put together, yeah. really, really clean. Um, and I'm just going to find the, um, the tunes as well, mate, real quick, just so oh, everyone nice. can have a little look, find them on uh, wherever, you know, Spotify or YouTube, hopefully, <laughs> for free. Uh, Sweet Cherry Wine, performed by Tommy James and the Shondells, mate. So that's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice tune. I could, I could listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Just having a push around the street, plugged in, you know what I mean? Just popping a, up a couple of curves, mate, you know? And yeah. uh, Bad Things, performed by the Colts. Um it was the second song, which also had a nice kind of like, uh, I suppose it was just, just percussion, wouldn't it? It just didn't really have much else to it, but it just had that, that kind of just that good, nice background beat. What are your thoughts, mate? Overall, seven minute video part, Mister Carl Walker, Ruby Van's part. What, what are you saying? Out of five, I'm gonna give it a four, straight up. It's we, you know, as a solid number, it's a four. Otherwise, it would be a, a four point five in my books. I'm completely with you. If, if it's a solid, solid four, it's, you, it's hard to give. You know, you can't give the five. You know, is it as good as John Delo's uh, technical manual part? Probably, probably not. I mean, there's some stuff in here that is absolutely exceptional. But yeah, like you're saying, it's a four. It's a four or five. Could even be a four six, mate. But unfortunately, yeah. even if something's like a four seven, giving it a five, five's that's the, that's the end. You can't go higher than a five. That's so you absolute perfection. So you, and I don't. I couldn't reel one off right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. So it's perfect for it is just brilliant video part. I will be watching that over and over again. That will be a hype video. You know what I mean? That's a little cheeky yeah, morning that's a or warm up to skate. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, yeah, well done, Carl Walker. Had a little cameo from Tyson Peterson at the start. A little bit of hijinks at the start of him. Yeah. So that was nice to see. Nice to see that he's settled after the element days. You know, he's he's been on Baker for a while now, and everything's going good for him. So it's and he's a he's a rail fifty motherfucker, isn't he? You know he's yeah he he definitely goes yeah. But I, I'm I'm saying that Carl Walker, mate, if he can just just give us a little November video part, just a just you know a three forty or something like that, just give yeah, us yeah yeah just a little cheeky because real you know real will be ready to to put a part out for him. They always yeah. Is he sponsored by Spitfire or is he Bones? Might be Spitfire. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's on Spitz. So there might be a Spitfire part and waiting in the wings as well for him, mate. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it gives Carl Walker the two-time 
skater a year, that'd be a he deserves it. Yeah, that'd be he that'd be great it. to see. Well, you never know, mate. If he if he fucking puts these video puts a couple more videos out in the right times and maybe one just right before the votes as well, you never know. Yep, that's it. That is it. Just to, just to go, go off topic here, you sent us those uh, a couple of little videos to the Turbo Chat saying about like showing us those comic books. Where's this comic book shop yeah. that you that you went to? Is it a comic book shop or is it just a? It's just a thrift store. They had some decent comics in there, mate. They had loads of good shit in there. Yeah, well, uh, I went. That it's actually in Banff, but obviously I go there quite a lot, so I always just look in there for random shit. Like mostly, it's just clothes, but um. I'll go in there and have a look, and I got loads of bits and bobs, and I always have a look at the comics, just to see what they've got there. See if any of them are like more interested than you guys. But I found a load, and they had a load of X Men ones and Wolverine ones. Nice. So I'll have to go and get some pictures, see if uh, any of those are worth getting. I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there was loads. Like when you're flicking through it, it's like fucking. There's a lot. There's a lot of good comics. Oh yeah, there. there's like two or three suitcases there, and they've got them all stacked in. So. Definitely, definitely some good, some gems in there, hidden in there. Nice, nice. It's, uh, I've actually been reading, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ronin, it's called, mate. It's by Frank Miller, the same guy who did uh, Sin City. Right. He's one of my favourite writers. You know, he's done a really good Daredevil before with yep. Klaus Janssen. Um, kind of like, it shows you the animation in the comic panel per panel. It kind of shows you, if you were to shoot a, sa- a skateboarding sequence with a, a kickflip, yep. it's going to show you each, each part of the animation. So that's why Frank Miller's a... Uh, you know one of my favorites but yeah it's it's nice. it's uh it's ronin it's basically it's a quite a, quite a weird kind of concept but it's uh you you follow this samurai but he's actually it starts going kind of like multiversal where it's it, it's in the imagination of this computerized old boy and it just starts getting a bit more like the matrix it's a weird kind of um, yeah. it's a weird vibe so it's it's hard to kind of describe but it's it basically yeah it, it starts you off following the samurai but really this is just an imagine this is just someone's imagination that's in present day new york but then that samurai can kind of gets projected into the real world and then there's this demon that's these battling um but it's definitely if someone hasn't read ronin definitely go and check it out because it's a you know it's, it's not too that's that's the size of the book will if you can see that mate it's, it's a oh nice it's a nice it's a nice it's nothing too kind of Nothing too daunting to kind of go for for a big yeah court. yeah um, yeah what well, you know just anything with samurais and shit you know I'm into and if it's a fu- future samurais and shit then even better you know so it's yeah it's just a, yeah good, you know nice colourful comic nice colourful artwork and uh, not too wordy so like I said it's not too kind of daunting to to go through like some some of Alan Moore like the old boy did the Watchman and V Vendetta some of his shit yeah. Yeah, you need to be ready for that because that's like reading a fucking novel. If you see any of that shit, mate, any Frank Miller shit in the, in that store, definitely, def- even if it's just an individual comic, because he's done loads of stuff for, for nice. all, all the kind of you know DC and, uh, and and Marvel. So yeah, definitely, yeah, pick that shit up. I'll keep an eye out, mate. Is is a funny one for you, mate? Just just a, I'll keep moving it on here. We had Friday the thirteenth not too long ago, and uh, have you got a Friday the thirteenth story? Have you for me? Because I've got a fucking... Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll just tell you about our day on Friday the 13th, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so 12th, 12th, of what, 12th of August or whatever it is, mate, yeah? And yeah. Uh, I'm in bed at, let's say, 11, go to sleep. Rolls over, right? We're Friday the 13th now. As soon as that clock passes that time, we're Friday the 13th. Yeah. 
So in in my uh, my new place that I'm living, our window is just above our headboard, right? And this is like an, we're in a, okay. we're in the middle of nowhere. It's like kind of uh, yeah, out in the sticks. So loads of nature. See you know see animals all the time and everything. So I'm fucking uh, clock strikes twelve, mate, and it's past fucking you know it is Friday the thirteenth now. Yeah. It's fucking. I keep hearing this like I've. I just keep hearing this little fluttering, like, uh, you know, just like I'm kind of nodding off and I keep hearing this fluttering. What the fuck is that? I got my headphones plugged in, just listening to some fucking random shit, you know, some wrestling shoot videos that just to make me go to sleep. Nothing loud or anything, just yeah, kind of. Yeah. And uh, I keep hearing this fluttering. I was like, what the fuck is Is this my fucking earphones or something? So I pull my earphones off and I'm just it's like, keep, and then my eyes are open, just looking up, right? <laughs> There's a motherfucking bat flying in the fucking room. Like in and out, a fucking bat on Friday the thirteenth, and I'm thinking, is this motherfucking trying to turn me into? Is this vampire gonna come into my fucking house trying to yeah. give me a peck on his cheek here, mate? Fucking Friday the thirteenth, bat, bat flying into my room. So that's what I thought I'd I'd share that with you. <laughs> you how did you deal with that? <laughs> as soon as he fucked off again, because he just kept kind of coming in and out. As soon as he was out, I just closed that motherfucking window up. That was it. And then so. Uh, <laughs> I wake Ashley up, who's obviously sleeping next to me, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, fucking bat coming in the room. Trying to fucking... And she goes, you sure it went I'm off? I was like, but moth, Eesh. motherfucker. It was a fucking bat. I saw it. I'm looking up. Fucking bat on a Friday the 13th. I mean, it wouldn't be a moth on a Friday the 13th, mate, would it? You know, it's right. a motherfucking bat trying to come down. And t- then again, maybe I should have let... Because I could have had my own little kind of uh, origin story. That's this when I could have I been a vampire. Yeah. But I think I'm more of a werewolf motherfucker, so I don't think the vampire gimmick would have quite done it for me. I, I'd... It up a bit. <laughs> but yeah, fuck having a bat coming into your into your into your room at night, mate, especially on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been pretty sketched out about that. <laughs> so now the window is closed <laughs> for the foreseeable yep. future. Now you now you know what to do. And uh, so, oh, I mean, there's yeah. bats everywhere around around here, and like we'll we'll go and have a yeah. little smoke on the. There's like a little kind of park bench. I said park bench. It's just next to a field. It's, there's not a park. There's no parks around here. Just a fucking field. But so last night we were kind of just uh, making like vibration noises that you could do with your mouth, and bats will just come to you straight away. They'll like fly right past. Oh no way! Yeah, if you go, you make that noise, and you're near bats. They come. They'll just fly right past your face. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I don't want them in the house, mate. I, I don't mind a bat. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a bat landing on me outside, but I don't want it landing on me when I'm asleep. You're trying to sleep, mate. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've got work in the morning, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what, what, tell me about your Friday the 13th then, mate. Oh, it seems a bit boring, though. <laughs> um, I can't remember what happened during the day. I think a couple of people just fucked up at work. I didn't. I think someone just ran something over at work, but... That, so, you know, recently, maybe some of the listeners heard, we've had a lot of uh, wildfires in BC, which quite far away, but obviously we're up in the mountains, all the smoke gets blown over and it can be can be a bit shitty, you know, it makes it smell, the air smells a bit smoky, it can be a bit, a little bit heavier on the breathing, nothing crazy. Some people, it can be like really bad hay fever, but it can make you feel a bit ill. But um, obviously, it's just been that hot. And it's fucking dry out here. There's like zero humidity most of the time, even when it's all snowy. So uh, yeah, it was the end of the day at work, and we're all we all have radios at work. And some old boy comes on the radio. There's a fire over the road. 
looks pretty bad. Maybe someone should check it out or whatever. Someone goes and checks it out and is like, call the fucking ambulance or whatever. Or call the fire em- fire engine. You know, there's a fucking massive fire by the highway. Because we're literally just off the highway. And this fire was probably about 500 metres away. Like a f- half a field away. And uh, the only thing between this fire and us is just a forest. A forest? And like a, <laughs> a 12 foot wide road. And the forest was already on fire. Fuck. But- and it went from like one acre to ten hectare acres in like not even an hour. So we we all pretty much left because they were shutting the highway down, or to get on the highway from where we are because you, you couldn't drive past it; it was too hot. And uh, so yeah, everyone we all left at home working early, but it was fucking savage, mate. I I live quite qu- close to where the fire was. It was like I'm like the other side of the highway. And it was raining ash in the evening. Fucking hell. And they were having the helicopters and the planes dumping uh, water on it. And like like red chemical like, puts it out. They were doing it all weekend. And this is Friday the 13th, mate? Yeah. Fucking. See, it's try- it's, the universe is trying us, mate. I tell you. I mean, back like, yeah, Pat's I trying actually to get me to and the fucking, you're trying to get burned down by some fucking demons or something. Right? What's going on there? Crazy, mate. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't skate on the weekend. The sky, I tried to take a picture of it on my phone. You might have seen some on my Instagram. It might have just looked really cloudy or misty, but on one of the nights, it was like absolutely amber and yellow. Like, and that day before, it was really nice and clear sky. It was all totally blue, no clouds in the sky. But after this fire, it was like the whole sky was just one ash cloud of you know, it's like orange and yellow it's crazy and you can't you can't skate in that mate i went to the skate park <laughs> trying to do it and the skate park's you know half an hour away from where this place was but it's in the it's in the air and you're breathing in you can taste it it's like not like a bonfire taste but almost like a barbecue fire taste yeah and uh really hard to breathe but like not debilitating. It's not going to fuck you up forever. It's just not very pleasant. Will you post those uh, but, uh, those air pollution things on your Instagram, which I I kind of like read. Oh. I like reading that shit because I'm like going, what the fuck's up with that? Is air pollution me, like uh, fucking toxic levels, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? It's fucking crazy seeing let, that. Yeah, I uh, screenshotted one here. This was on the Sunday, so two days afterwards. So basically, on average, the worst place in the world is like somewhere in Saudi Arabia and a few other places. And it goes above like around about 180 to 220 particulates in the air of like certain smoke, right? Yeah. And on this day, it was 354 in this area. Fuck. And the recommended limit, I I don't know the number of the recommended limit for like you don't really want to be exposing yourself. It'd give you a cough and that. Well, it was 30 times that limit that day. <laughs> and I've uh, never seen it like that before. Fucking hell. Like once we all went home from work early because it was seven times the limit. Well, people who are working outside. And so so what, why is that? Is that, the, is that the fires or something? What is, what's, what's with the... That was the it's the smoke in the air. Yeah, it's crazy. Because yeah. you... like, when you think in England, it's so like, you know, it's at least like 
50% humidity kind of thing or whatever it is. Mm. I don't know that exactly right, maybe a bit more. But here it's like literally like maybe like 10% or 20 or whatever. So like that ground has been dry for like months. In England, you get morning dew. It keeps itself hydrated. You go try a light a forest on fire. It's going to set on fire and it's going to spread, but it's not going to be how it is here. Someone could be at a camp, light a fire, put the fire out, but it's went underground with the heat. A couple of days later, it's going to be hot again. But that fire started because someone flicked a, ciggy, a cigarette out the window, apparently. But in England, people aren't going to think about it as much because you ain't going to set grass on fire. But here, the grass could set fire or something that isn't even really on fire anymore. Fucking hell. You know, it's just that easy, right? Like we, they have fire bans all the time because of how dry it is. And you don't think about you know, people you driving like mopeds outside can set fires to stuff, but like the yeah. exhaust can be a bit too hot and shit. And you don't think about Canada like that. You know what I mean? When you think, yeah, you don't, you don't think you think Canada got to be snowy, right? It's yeah. Nice weather and everything over there, but you don't think of drying. You know, you don't think of it being dry, and. uh that it is. Um, it fucking sounds pretty dangerous as well, you know, with the, you know, someone dropping a cigarette, you know, it happens, doesn't it? And then you could fucking, yeah. you know, set fire to a forest and kill everything that's in it, you know? So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you think all the hot fire, you know, you be by a hot fire, you get all the embers crackling off. When you have that fire that's like a forest, they're all getting blown everywhere and it's just spreading like nuts. Luckily, our work is just rocks, so we didn't have to worry about anything really, except for getting out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking two riots. I mean, as soon as you knew you got to get out of there, what happens? You you stay there. You're you're there for a long time, right? You you ain't getting out of there. And... Yeah, you might not be able to get out until it's all burned down, really, because we we're all surrounded by a forest, so there wouldn't have been no going anywhere until it was done. <laughs> yeah, you need to keep some supplies in your uh, in your cabin, mate. You know, in your big. Uh, in your big digger, you need to keep some supplies in there, a little lunch. Some food. emergency food. <laughs> That's it, mate. Should we leave it there? We've had a nice little... Through the Friday the 13th. Carl Walker kicking ass. And, um, I mean, there's been quite a lot of videos that we probably need to go through, but we'll um, we'll have another Battle of Barracks one coming soon, I'd imagine. We'll kind of... L- yep. l- let's just let this... Let's get a few more rounds through and then we can kind of... Um, we can attack... Have a bit more to go through. Yeah, exactly. Give us a little like and follow on uh, on Instagram soundcloud if you could follow us on there it's a good way to listen to us you probably that's probably the first place yeah. you can listen to us also on apple uh apple podcasts on spotify as well and uh, obviously you've got turbosportsradio.com so if you go there you'll hear all the shit there as well probably the, we'd prefer you to go there because obviously it's, it's better for us if you do but soundcloud is probably the quickest way to listen to our shit and yeah. and uh and that's where we kind of you know that's our first kind of drop with uh with our audio so um yeah thank you very much for listening had a good time mate it's good talking to you and um oh yeah good to speak to you as well yeah hope you guys have enjoyed it we'll see everyone soon thank you very much for listening uh, have a good one guys